When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to everybody to the Bandwagon podcast and today um, is a guest that I have to apologise from the start which I've been nagging, I've been I've been <laughs> trying to get him on here and, and I've managed to get kind of a, uh, a super rare interview with him and I really, really appreciate it. He is, um, when you look down on uh, Mount Rushmore of uh, uh, UK Pangra producers, um, he's definitely one in the conversation to just start off with before you go to any kind of debates. Um, and I'd like to introduce him right now, Mr. Oman Heya. Ricky, how are you, brother? I am okay. I'm okay. Sorry, you are. Sometimes it's when I'm in the pub and I'm listening to one of your songs. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, shit, man. I've got to get him on. I've got to get him on. <laughs> you know what? I know this is a bit of a difficult question to kind of answer to start off with because normally I try to warm up the guests and then get them to get a little bit more. I was going through your discography, you know, all your tracks and stuff, and I quite I couldn't believe like st- some of the songs that have been like I've forgotten myself, not necessarily mm. forgotten, but I haven't listened to a while. Do yeah. you, do you feel that you're kind of uh, you're underappreciated in the, in this kind of in the in the arena in the UK? Uh, nah, not really. You know, uh, the thing is, Ricky, when we started doing this music. There was it was nothing to do with uh, uh, what would you say fame or appreciation or you know it was uh, you know just doing music and you know, making music playing music live anything to do with it you know? and then I was you know lucky enough to start producing and producing my own stuff and when when you got to the stage of people actually you know, it's playing on radio and, you know, in those days, you know, CDs and cassettes were selling and, you know, you're getting a call from the wholesaler saying we need more cassettes or we need more. Because obviously I was at a time where uh, the the big companies weren't, weren't taking my songs or, you know, taking an album I did because it was just like, oh, no, you know, who's this guy? So we done it ourselves, Genie Records and... Uh, you know, then obviously people uh, started listening, and you know, independently, it got it got really big. But to be say with the oh, you know, you know, people should be. Uh, but I get too much love already, brother. 
Mm. Tell you the truth, I never never thought like that. No, I, I I was just saying that in terms of like if you if you look at kind of UK producers, there's some that kind of roll off the tongue, and and I think like mm. what I'm trying to say in a, in a in a most politest way is that the respect in terms of what you deserve, you know, people should recognise it a little bit more. You know, once they've gone, yeah. once they've gone through, it and they, and I think they realise like it's like uh, like in a footballer when you realise that that oh yeah, you know that yeah, that yeah, yeah. good if it went for him, you know what I mean. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you know, there's, there's. So, always, you're saying, you're saying I'm like a, I'm like an Iniesta, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a United <laughs> fan, and I know you're a Liverpool fan. I ain't gonna go down that. You're more like a Scalzi, so I'm gonna give you that respect, you know? That's it. <laughs> so, you know, your your journey into into music, um, you come from like your dad had a real big kind of influence in uh, on yeah, that yeah. on the start of that journey. What did that look like? Oh, there was a there were brilliant times. I was probably like what nine, ten years old. And I'm going with my dad's band to shows, Bradford, you know, Leicester, Leeds, London. London in the days when there was like no M40, mm. hey? Okay, driving so that's down, the proper... <laughs> driving down the country roads. <laughs> no, you know? no service station for a in, in one of those old Volkswagen vans. And, uh, you know, th- those days, never forget those days. And, uh, you know, c- taking the stuff with us, all the PA... As well, so you got the speakers, microphones, set up everything. Uh, you know, do the function, then pack it all away, then on the way back again. And but it was so much fun because obviously my dad, all the uncles, they're all good friends. So they just did it. You know, they were working five days a week, and Saturday, Sunday, they had their fun where you know they got a show here. Or and it was all, it was all uh, relationships. You know, you knew somebody who had a party. And they said, oh, they've got a band. You know, let's do it like that. And it just become bigger like that. But to be fair, everything was a lot different then. You know, the listeners were different. The the people who booked you were totally different, you know, to this day and age. But uh, what what do we have? A talkie, a tall, uh, a harmonium, a tambourine, huh? maybe a chimta <laughs> and, a, and one keyboard. That was it. And so what? how old were you then? And what was your... your, your... I was about... I was, uh, I would probably have been about nine, about nine, nine years old going. I played, I played drums, I played Simmons, electric drums, was what we ten. And one of my mates, one of my very good friends, uh, Chacha's wedding. And then the crazy thing is we went, we went to Bradford, uh, we went to Bradford in the van, and then we came back in the bus, because the wedding was from Leamington. So we came back in the bus. So yeah, you do. So did you? That's tool, double pay, like. So the tools in the bus. My dad's got the tool because my dad played the tool and he played the banjo, and they're all good friends because they play hockey as well. Carlsa Hockey Club. Yeah. So so, you know, they said, forget that, Avtar, you're coming in the bus with us. <laughs> so then, obviously, he's got to take his son with him as well. His nine-year-old kid who's sitting there thinking, what's going on here? <laughs> and then we come back, you know. But you never forget. You never forget. This is what I mean, uh, Ricky. Music is a is a crazy journey. It's not just about making beats and you know sitting there and saying, "Yeah, man, this is this is bad." I've made it. <laughs> and there's so much more to it that uh, that that's what gets these uh, big singers or big music producers as far as long as they keep going, the longevity of them, because they've got such a history. How were you learning? Uh, you, what? How were you learning those instruments? Was it your dad teaching you, or when did you start the progression, uh, like uh, onto onto tall? 
To be fair, when I was little, I was just I was just picking up instruments and trying to play them and was picking them up quite quickly. Then I was lucky that we had, uh, from the band, there was uh, Amarjeet, who's a singer, and uh, Burjinder Man, who's a keyboard player. With them, was uh, they used to do Pangra in uh, Jalandhar, in Khalsa College. And they had a, a tool master, Lal Singh Patiji, who was there, was there, was there, their tool lead and their coach. So he came to UK to them, to see them. And at that time, he came to our house and God knows, you know, he wanted to stay at our house. And he'd always stay at our house and he'd say, no, I want to stay here. And uh, then he, he always used to sleep on the floor. He never slept on it. He goes, I'm just going to lie here. And he'll always say to me, and then why is that we'd be talking all night? You know, like this is school days, you know, you can't talk to them for, you know, they have to be in bed. Yeah, on the tablet. Yeah, that's Roll, it. Roblox. And then we would probably talk and he'd be telling me about this and, you know, different things. And then, and then, because he, he, he was, he was doing, uh, he was playing tool as well. But then he would do, he would do programs at the Gordwara and, uh, you know, he had a lot of knowledge. So then watching him play, uh, sitting with him, he used to, sometimes he did keep and he got me to play the Torki with him. And, uh, that really, that gave me the, you know, this, you know, and he was, because one thing about him was he played the tool and he sang, mm. which, which if you see now, or probably even how long it's been, you don't see anybody doing that. Someone plays a tool, this guy was playing tool at next level and singing, and he was in tune, he'd tune up to his tool, so he'd be singing in tune as well. But absolutely, uh, I'll get you a video of one of the old shows they did because they had a great Pangra team. My dad's first, it started from the Amar Pangra group. Mm. So the Pangra group then went into the kind of band thing. But initially it was a, it was a Pangra group. So from there, I started learning a bit more, started picking out. Then at that same time, Ricky, Shintapadi used to come to our house with, with him from uh, when... When uh, Ustaji was in uh, Somerset Road, Gordwara, yeah, in Birmingham, yeah, and Paji used to go there. So then they had, uh, you know, because Paji was interested in how he played the tool. So because mm. it was a it was a different style to anybody playing in the UK or anything, you know. It was like saying the proper the Punjabi, and, and the, the tool, Punjabi side to the Punjab side, and it was actually a proper tool he had. When I mean a tool, a proper tool, you know, mm. not just a straight thin thing or something. It was actually a tool. And uh, uh, he used to come probably about 16 years old to our house and stay at our house. And it was like, you know, it was just crazy. And then when you're growing up, you used to hear, cause my dad would say, oh, you know, Shinda, all that. And he's think, really, they used to come. And then when Dolbeat come, it was like, you know, and, and it's like, dad said, oh, this is a Shinda. I remember he used to come, my mom knows him. It's very like, Family Pravaria, and uh, it was like, wow, no way. And then that was just another thing of just, you know what, I want to learn Dol, I want to learn Dol, I want to learn Tabla. And then it was Ricky, it was things like you're coming back from school and you got the music on whole blast, and either you're playing the Dol or you're playing the Dol, learning each thing, how it goes in, how it goes in, harmonium, you know, everything. Mm. And then you know, building on that. And then I was lucky enough to obviously 
when I was a bit older, so I could drive and stuff, I went to Shindabai and said, look, I want to I want to start learning. He said, look, no problem, you know, because of the love of my dad. A lot of things was because of my dad was because he had so much love with everyone. They'll say, oh, look, how's your dad? You know, no problem, Joe, you know. And so because of that, it was, you know, then I started learning off body and then, you know, obviously, get to this level. Yeah. You know, so like, there's a, there's a few questions I'm going to ask you on it. So like, you know, when you're doing your one-to-one lesson with, with the with your star, did it? Yeah. What what how was that? How what did a typical lesson look like at it? Because was he able to show you the particular tickets or different beats or or just telling you watching you and perfecting what you were doing wrong? To be fair, when when you have your first lesson, you think you know every, lots of things anyway, huh? Yeah. And then especially with a double R, and you think, oh yeah, I know because I played the tall key or I do this, but it was a different world, I know. You thought you walked out. I think the first time I walked out, I thought. My God, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this because it's like, <laughs> you know, it's not as easy as it is. Mm. And uh, then slowly, again, it's like you say, Ricky. It's only somebody, so much someone can teach you is what you can do with it, you know? mm. And you can have a lesson for an hour or two hours, but then what you're going to do for the rest of the time, you know? The more lessons I'm going to have is, you know, like if I'll just practice a little bit, but I'm going to have a lesson anyway. But the lesson is obviously there to then to you to mean the gunman. And some things, I'll tell you the truth, some things used to take so long. And he thought, oh, I'm not gonna get this, I'm not gonna get this. You know, and then slowly build up, build up, build up. And it was very it, you know, it's not easy like sitting with someone like Shindabai or any, you know, star, you know, you have to respect, you have to uh sit there and listen. And some things you might think, you know, could I try it like that? But you don't, you don't, you can't. I know you gotta, you gotta do it the way it is. And then you obviously understand afterwards this is the right way to do it. Yeah. I remember, like, I, I discussed it with Stephen Sahota when we did it. It was like how, like, Shinda had that, that style of play yourself. And I used to meet Ninja, you know, I used to go to school, you know, school. Yeah. yeah. And, and um, that level of tall was like mythical. Like, you, you, to get yeah. onto that level was just. You, yeah, you, yeah. Can't, you can't let you can't learn that. That is like some yeah. Shaolin shit. That, that, that yeah. you, can't, you know what I mean. So you know, to, to you know, even to get a lesson or just to see it was like such a special thing. Oh yeah. You know that relationship that you see with people and their and their instruments. Do you still see that kind of that love in the industry right now that people have? Ricky, to be fair, I haven't seen any new musicians. I know. We were just talking about this the other day. We've got shows now coming and everything. I've even tried, you know, like, because to be fair, the, the newest probably group was our, the one that we formed was Entourage with yeah. the young boys. And if you look at everywhere, you'll see the old boys from, you know, Butapa to Tubzi to Harry to Jaggi to, you know, these wheels were, there's, you won't say, you won't be sitting there saying, oh, look, there's a new Turkey player playing for, I don't know, there's a new bass player come there, there's a new guitar player. And I think I was I was talking, I don't know who I was talking to, my, one of my friends the other day, I said, we used to be at school, you know, 14, 15, and at break time, we'd say, look, can we ask the teacher if we can use the music room for, you know, half an hour or something? Yeah. And, you know, you had to get the music teacher's trust, like so tell, like the boys with me, so they were at a jar and everything, but the music teacher knew me, so she would be like Mrs. Harper, her name, from Mighton School, and she'd say, look, no worries, I mean, you can come in, you know, as long as you don't break anything, usual thing, you, know? <laughs> you, can, you can use use the drums or whatever and the keyboards, and we'll go in there, 
And one would play the drums, just about one would play keyboards, singing. And we'd have a, we'll have a little uh, bash, you know? and it, and people were enjoying it. Then we started doing rehearsals in a in a social club downstairs in a basement. You know, get together on a Monday night, seven till nine or whatever, and do that. You know, it was nothing serious, but Jalasiga. Yeah, and, and do, do I don't know, Ricky? Is there lads out there who's going to the sports room or something and saying, "Can we use your upstairs room to have a one-hour practice or something?" I think there's only the only recent thing that I know of. I don't know it around the other, other side because I know there's like producers who are trying to help and do their do their things. Well. But I think like there's a place, Punjab Rasoi on, yeah. on Newton Road. I think they open it up like oh, for rehearsals, yeah. but I think that's like people who they know and stuff. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know that new gen. I used to play Thorn with yeah. Thorn Blasters. Yeah. And like, honest to God, in Hansworth Grafton or where I live, there was six Thorn Lees on our road. Yeah. You know, there's six yeah. on that. Because exactly. when you, if you have Rockport, Spiky hair, I didn't have Barley at that stage. Yeah. Um, I, I never had it. I wish I did. But anyway, <laughs> and, uh, you're a Thorn player. So there was Thorn Lees everywhere. Yeah. But you never used to see. Uh, and Ricky, look, think about this. At, time, at the prime time, like I was with Jazzy. So it was Jazzy Band, there was a Safri Band, there was a Malkita Band, there was a Saki Band. But they see. But they see. They were all different musicians. Mm. Can you cover this guy or can you cover? But it was all cover. It wasn't like, you know, like today, we say, he's Villa, so just take him. Everybody had a fixed band and it was, everyone was out there. Rehearsals, operas. Rehearsals, this, that's something's happening all the time. So but I don't know. I don't know. This is what I mean. Is it? Is it that everybody's gone straight into got the Apple Mac, huh? got the Logic, and you know that's it. I'll learn the keyboard. I'll press a couple of keys, and uh, job done. Make a make a loop, and that's it. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. Call it. But then there's no fun, is there? There's no fun. No, no. But I've got I've got a bit later on where I want to ask you on on some of that the producer kind of pathway a little bit later. On, but I want to kind of build up to that bit in in terms of your thinking. Why? So you're in the band. You've you've done stuff with your dad, and then you know you're you said it yourself. You're coming into kind of prime time pongla in in that way, a UK yeah. pongla, let's say. And then because I kind of your career is like a little bit of my uni life, you know, kicking yeah. in. And so when like Mitra di Morte and when Gaka's dancing at the front, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you won't see that, but guys, so I'll, I'll put a link for that. Um, you, you know, that that is when me and my mates were doing that kind of stuff as well. And, yeah. you know, there was an authentic, it was real kind of thing. So, yeah, I just want to go, did you go, did you start with Jazzy's band to start off with then? Because the reason why I asked that question is because in that band, you had three producers already. How did you then, able to kind of keep your skills and then have that kind of, I don't know whether it was a battle to try and say that I want to produce because you got Shinda, you got Popsy there, you got Jazzy in there. You, you're talking like an elite, elite level of people in a band at their peak at the same time. So, Ricky, I'm so lucky with all these things. Right? I used to think a little when I used to see, when I'm, I'm looking at uh, like Jazzy Paji, Popsy, Shinda Paji, all these on stage performing. And I used to think, you know what, I want to perform on stage like that, innit? With, with Dizzy, like Jazzy, and then Shinda Bhaji playing. You know? I'm thinking about this. And then obviously when I started learning up Bhaji, uh, you know, he said to me, he said to me, and Joggers was a big thing in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Joggers, a bass player. Uh, he was, you know, you know, he's very loud as it is. But Bandai is proper from the heart. And we always, 
we always had a lot of love. He'd always come and he'd, he'd be always, because he's very good friends with Shindabai, family star. So he'd always see me there at the house and, uh, and he, he knew my dad as well. So he'll be just like, oh, how's your dad and all this and all this all the time. Right? And then when it comes to the point where uh, why do you discuss to me, you know, told Kiki, Doug, Tiki, we all know, whatever, I'm not yeah, whatever. And he's like, Chal Tiki, if Sunday program, yeah. Right, uh, he was coming there, and I think it was uh, it was either I think it was Piarda Makadama just released in India, mm. so he was coming for the season back after that. And uh, a few things had changed in the band, and a few people had left or whatever. Mm. And then uh, I was like, What? <laughs> Okay. This is it now. But in my mind, I'm already thinking because I'm, I've learned all those songs sitting at home. Yeah. Playing dolky to them or playing the instruments to them. I know, I, I've learned the pieces already. I know where the stop is at the start or I've mm. seen, I've watched them live when they've done this or that. I'm already thinking, the, you, know, you know, I can do this, but this is my like, uh, because like, Shinnab Baji is going to say, yeah, it's okay, good, anything. But Jazzy's the first time I'm going to meet Jazzy Baji and everything. And he is on top. And I'm coming back from a big uh, season in India, starting season here, and next minute he's got a new Dorky player who's sitting there thinking, where's this little kid come from? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and then I played, and then obviously Umbi as well, big influence as well, Umbi. So he'd be like, oh, okay. And then because he knew dad as well again because of Pangara and old school. And then we did that show. I think it was, I think it was Samson Palace or... You know, you know, so... Honestly, there's a weird fact as well. I don't know. I've, I've told you this before, but I don't know whether I've been sober enough at that time. Because I, I, I've headbutted you accidentally twice. <laughs> when I was speaking to you on stage, one yeah. was at Samson's. And that's yeah. when I first saw you at Jazzy. I, I went to talk to you and I headbutted you. And then I think two weeks later, you were doing something else at the entourage at my mate's wedding. I went to talk to you and I headbutted you again. So I was like, <laughs> I thought I better get that story out of the way before I forget. So, so Samson's Palace is... Skundal. Yeah, one of them. It's a Birmingham place. I was either Victoria Palace or Samson Palace. One of them was the first show and uh, performed and everything and said like, it was like, a, it's like one of them we teach. You know, you know, like, yeah, they're going to say nothing to either next week, I think. Yeah, and then and then from there, Ricky, we had a tour in Sweden, you know, first tour. Like I'd been one, of, I'd been two, three shows in Germany with my dad. Uh, you know, we did these kind of performances or anything, but nothing like this. We went with Jazzy B, and Shindabadi and Popsy, and because Popsy played with Amar Group a few times as well, because one of the band members of uh, uh, Amar Group, Dad's Group, Paramjit Uncle, who sadly passed away. He's very. He was uh, relatives with Popsy, so when we did a we did a gig in ISIS. Yeah, you, Leamington boys used to do yeah. big gigs. Mm. Bobby Nija, Chima, and all that used to do big, like uh, like uh, these ISIS and all, all these gigs. So they booked Amar Group for one. He said, "Let's get Uncle and that. Let's get them in there, you know, like this." So it was like Excellency and this and that. And it's such, such a funny thing because. Uh, uh, we playing and look, I said, look, we've got to get somebody else. We can't do like, uh, you know, Hold uncle, play, uncle playing the keyboard and this and that. We've got to get a bit pumped up for a, for a gig, innit? And I, and I must have been, I would have been about 15 or 16 then, probably 15, you know, when they, we did that. And uh, and then I said, look, get Popsy, innit? I said, uncle, I said, uncle, ask Popsy, buddy, if he'll do it. So Popsy and Joggers came. 
so bass and bass and basically keyboards, and 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 uh, I was on drums and drum kit. And I remember I always I always say to Sham, you know Sham Apana who plays for Jazzy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to play for Excellency, you know. And and I remember that day when because we said because remember you have one drum kit at gigs really then because yeah. you have to either move it unless someone was really fussy and says no I want to use my own kit or the left handed you, you can't use my kit. Problem with me was I'm left handed. See. I had to switch the snare and the, and, and I had to say to Shaman, you know, again, excellency in their prime musicians and thinking, who's this little kid turned up on her? And I said, look, can I, I've got this issue. <laughs> I play on the other side. At first he was like, no chance. This ain't going to happen. And I, no, sorry. Because it is a, you know, you get set on one side totally, you know. <laughs> but Chal, in the end, we got there and we did it. And I, and I said to him, what, what, 20 years later, when we're playing, with Jazzy and saying, remember you did that to me? Because I don't remember. I'm like, I'm in Ucheta. When we played those gigs, so that was a, a big thing. But then when obviously Jazzy played, then at that time it was prime. We were Sweden, we went Canada, we went Australia. We did. We were doing, what, 70, 80 shows a year in this country. You know, five, so, what five, was five that? days a week. I mean, you, you're young then at that time. Yeah. You know, you got... I won't say, I don't think you're family at that point, but like, yeah. how was it then going to, what was it, how are you getting treated when you were going abroad? What was that like? Obviously, I know you can't go into too many stories, but like. But then I started slowly producing as well. Hmm. So then when we got to, what was it, 90, 98, 98, I probably did a few little things, uh, a few little tracks here or there. Then I think it was 99 I did Archie Dark Angel. Dark Angel. The two, I, 2002 is when I kind of, when Deja Vu was the one when you didn't. Yeah. Because I remember you did the Sheffield gig with Shinda. Yeah. And uh, I remember you singing that, singing the, when he was saying the version yeah. two at that point. Yeah, um, yeah. Then, so that was like, I remember because you were, that was peak then. Somehow I managed to get on stage. I lost my gold chain that night as well. I was that. So like, you're traveling around. Yeah, and then so like, are you you're producing? You just like that you're producing. Yeah, were you then, um, you know, in that same room as when you're with Jazzy and you know, all these people trying to learn all the all from him, or or are you scared so, to ask so, the question? So Shinda Bali and Jazzy would be in the VIP suite. Uh, yeah, and we would always be the band because it was didn't look it was it was it was still is so good because the way it worked was. Shindabai is the boss. And I, even for Jazzy or anybody, he was the main for us. And we all looked up to him and we all still look up to him. So we were like, he was like the oldest brother and we were all the younger brothers. And so we would, he would make sure we got fed. He'd make sure we get this. He'd make sure this. Then he'd make, if someone went wrong, he'd do this. You know, he'd look at you like this and you think, oh, God. that's it. all you needed was a little stare. But we all, you know, it was like that respect it wasn't like, why is he doing that? Or mm. why is Popsy? You know, Popsy couldn't take his keyboards. So we, we'd we carry them. Know? Or mm. we'd put them in the car. Don't worry, we'll drop you up. Or we'll do this. Or I'm being that. Or you pick him up. Or you do this, you do that. It was nothing like, <clears throat> you know what? Why do I need to do that? Or that's not my, you know, speak Karachakle. The, the, the PA guy is only one of them. He needs help. Sorry, Chakle. You know, we, we had, we've had these issues now lately. Not lately, but say... Five six years ago, when 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 all the lads are saying, "Let's pick up," and there's one couple of guys say, "Why should I? I'm not getting paid for this." And you think, 
ஸ்ட்ராங் <laughs> <laughs> So they'd be like, Pops, you'd be like, I want this, I want that. And the promoters are just like, yeah, you can have it, you can have it. <laughs> and, then we, and, then, and then obviously we've got Billy as well, Machine Gun. The Machine Gun. So he, he, needed, to be, he needed to be fed as well. <laughs> he, <laughs> he needed the bullets. <laughs> so at times we would be sitting there and he'd be like, the promoter was just like, Jazzy, you're fine to come next time, but bring your India band, please. <laughs> <laughs> so do, do you think that inadvertently, because like, you are one of the most successful even your own band the entourage band you know you're still going around i mean you're still doing so even like with sindhu and stuff and that now yeah. do you reckon it's that attraction in terms of like your knowledge of with those bands and still trying to influence the youngers in your band of those that respect ethic and and how to operate galutiagi riki we were the most talented band that's the truth jitna maji ke even production is differently but as in we were the most tightest or we did all this terkatan we did all this we had a fixed set which you said look idda bhi hona aa karna ithe aa lena ithe ho lena okay a bit you variate a little bit but that was it hana but we stayed it wasn't you know he played rubbish again today you know i can't play with this guy or something kevari koi galti kar lena koi kar but it made us better and we kept getting better hana and then we kept getting tighter then it was like what these lot sound good hana because it's just the way the relationship became you know and if we had the best double up player and we had the best torak player and we had the best keeper player and i aapas vich ladi you know my method perkadmani one one mar deni one ho kar deni and you roll over the place so that makes a lot of difference mm. so it, so it, it didn't really matter that some of us you know was oh, he wasn't that good or he's is together collectively we gelled well so you know the same with entourage we i i didn't make entourage to be i want to get this i got good people who understand good family who samajh aa banda kai wari aida bhi hone de idda hunde respect people hana gall baat changi honi chahiye and that's it and this is why we've been going for longer than probably 10 years hana as young boys have grown up little children from say gopi and money they were like what uh must be what 18 17 years old hana hono teach 30 31 ho ke 32 so makes a lot but after that we don't know <laughs> no you still be i still you still be around i think like as the uk is moving back into that scene just want to go back to um, a couple of bits so we got so let's let's take days of you for example you're coming on to an album like that you've got yeah. one of the biggest singers in pangra punjabi folk history yeah. how, how do you then speak to somebody like uh sindhu shinda and say this is how i want you to sing the song and that transition from being a musician into that producer to be fair I, uh i didn't speak to him at that time what it was is i was working with uh, rana moliwala dmc right and they they had every singer from india in those days they did every singer that came from india or any singer's cassette that was released in india the company would give it to them so rana had 
crazy catalog he had vidrakia he had sarindra shinda manak gurdasman everything all the mixtapes that come nakra 96 97 98 wow. he was releasing them in uk so he had a huge catalog kalli ke te mil kalvinder tillo was basically uh fine tone released it in india they gave the vocals to uh rana and said you release a version of your own basically so i did changes kalvinder tillo the same one of uh, uh vocals but then changed them speed them up this or whatever and then did the whole music for that what a singer man what a singer amazing can't you see to believe karunga ricky chalam going to be off topic again no it's all right you know it's fine kalvinder tillo came to uk just after uh uh kalli ke temel had gone massive it was huge you know and then you had youngsters who had heard that song proper because it's in the video we didn't we did a, just a video in a bar usual job you know get a mimer and dance and scale that's it usual uk style yeah. but the song was so big kalvinder tillokham mai apne akhon dekha and he came with pop singers yeah from wolverhampton there was there was they were basically come as pop singers yeah. so they were going to perform in a in a pub in wolverhampton somewhere and I went and I went to went to see him where he was staying and he was he was just sleeping on the floor and I manja sitiasiga and they were all three four of them just sleeping in the room and I looked at him I thought this guy doesn't know his uh, his Ali. worth you know he don't know his value in this country because he's kacheriya chimele lagde was already big massive hit you know uh the other song that bolli jada uh uh the na 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 yeah 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 i know that one yeah and uh, i couldn't believe in a party i go look at a park function kind of show uh let me know the swag to promote i guess i'll charge about this much or whatever and uh, we did one in lemington we did one in lemington it was kalvinder tillo and ks mukkan ks mukkan at that time i had i'd done first play so you know he's <laughs> out there as well and Ricky Uti sorry youngsters again must have been about 4 500 young kids you know from uh, 14 15 16 and and when is when he, when we start tented and tented and tented and you know first of all he came in a he came in a in a in a little box van he came in a little box van and i think he was sitting in the back of that as well because the guy was sitting the promoter was driving and he had another guy with him he's sitting in the back when he came on that stage and he's seen because he's been sitting in a pub with some dodgy people just sitting around and just singing on a table with a bajja and a tolki next minute he's got a full live band playing and i tell you what he he, he couldn't believe it we, he sang kalli ke temel about 10 times cuz that, that's the only song that he and and kachari and jimli but he realized my god then he was like bajji ab main ek saal aur do saal aur and then suddenly you know he passed away i saw i saw him at west brom town hall It was my yeah. mate's 21st birthday and they bought yeah. they bought him over I think they bought him over yeah and uh, he was part of a duet then at that time there was okay, a, yeah. and yeah, uh, yeah. I was yeah. like this like we don't know anything about music but you know this guy's like a singer man and he that's was like it. it was good man. and then it's just ahead of his time that's it so then you like from the so you you so that's that's the same same amount of time deja vu the league the mill and all that and I did I did an album called feel the vibe as well and uh and uh so deja vu again so in the shindaji they just sent a vocal rana goes look 
I've got him to sing Putta Jatadi again, uh, but we've done it different. And we, uh, you know, this and that. We all know what I did. And then when I heard it, because he, at that time his vocals were so, so crisp. And I, I thought, this is, I'm so lucky. You know what I mean? Now I'm working with Salinder Shinda doing Putta Jatadi. And then me, me and Tom worked on that track. And I remember we were doing it, and, and I got Tommy, I can remember saying to Tom, give this a good bass line or something, you know? Make a you work on the bass side of this, make a good, and it, it made an amazing bass line, well, like a simple one, but it, it really did the business. And uh, on the top of that, I did this track called Or Jandi, uh, which Arshi. was on that album. Ar- that Arshi? That was Arshi. Yeah, Or Jandi, so, yeah. So, I think Cam Dillon's song came out. Uh, yeah. And then you used to get the response from the tape shops or, you know, just... It was weird how you got us. Yeah. Like, I remember there was a Verdi stores in Southall and he'd ring me. He said, Budgie, my God, look, I've got it on in the shop. I keep it on at the shop all day. The people just walk in, say, what is this album? And they take it. Because that was a big selling way. You know, you walk into a tape shop and you hear a song blasting. You think, what's that song? And then usually the one that used to take it. The same with Soho Order was the same. They were like, you know. And the music waves. Because uh, I used to work on uh, with Polly then, Polly Tank on uh, yeah. Radio XL. So we used to, uh, we, okay, yeah. I was only a kid. I, that's how I used to get free into gigs in it. Because I used to like, yeah. I used to plug them on the weekend. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then I used to get my ticket. <laughs> it's okay. But we, I never, me and Polly used to, well, Polly mainly, obviously, I was only a kid then. But he used to go into the shops and then say, you know, what's selling? So we used to get like a true, true, like, you knew yeah. what what albums were yeah. doing well, and then you could see that that real intelligence. It's not like the analytics of now, but like you that's could it, see. That's it. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat. Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket. Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They were only going to sell what was going to what's making money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that that was like look at Roma Music Bank in those days. Oh. <laughs> I remember going. Uh, we did. A, I did an album for a, a lad called Saab. Oh, we have a family friend here, and Uncle Uncle Pretwal used to live in Leamington originally, 
And then and then he started living just out of Leamington. But he's an old school Leamington guy who, you know, played darts here and knows all the uncles. So the lad who whose song album was coming, his uncle was his good friend. And he's like, I'm on the release crowning your jewelry. Same thing, your first time ever you're going to grow my music back back to hell. AES Kang's album's just come out, Joanne Youth, Suffrey's album's another fine mess, Bomba Tumbi Yatikib. And you walk in, you walk, go upstairs in his in his office, sitting there, and you know, he's just uncle did that, see? Gala Bata, and he think, wow, and then uh, uh, it was one of them ones, and uncle says, Karna, and he says, Koi Garni, Karna, whatever. But the, the the peak of that time when you used to see Tear Lagi of Joanne Youth and Bomba the Tumbi like this, and people are just going, Take it, take it, take it. I think in Leamington, prior, George Carey had a shop here, Carey Supermarket. He did about 500 cassettes in Leamington. 500 cassettes of Wanda Tumbi. People buy two, three of them together. Mm. And, and that, that, like again, Ricky, that, we missed that from, because we've seen that. Do you know what Ghana on on TV? It's not exciting. It's about 10 minutes. It, 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 it it's like boring, isn't it? Like... Online part. Chalo, we've Spotified the Agya. Ekunda shop to Jaki, tape planning, or someone else is listening to it, or whatever. It's next level. I, we I used to go from like, uh, used to have uh, Roma at the top of Soho Road, kind of. And yeah. then I used to leg it to like, or like to OSA. Because then, like, if yeah. if Roma didn't have really it, then sure. OSA is definitely got it. Then you had NB, the Jasons was an undercover place that used to Jason. have it. If That's you couldn't get anything from it, you go on Jasons. And Jason had a massive underrated backlog, uh, back catalog. He, he back did. catalog, yeah. yeah. So, so, like, you you've worked on the tracks and stuff. You're not you're not necessarily intimidated as much because you're working with the experience. That how is it? Oh, go Ricky, we got a show. We got a show in, uh, say, Bradford. We'll go in the van because there's no point of uh, someone going in the car. So we all go in the van. And then they say, like, "Shinda boy, you call me boy." They say, "Boy, stand up and have a table." Get here, you. So you put the cake on. <laughs> yeah. So you got Shinda boy, you got Jazzy boy, you got Popsy, you got a joggers who's gonna take the piss out, yeah. Uh, you got Umbi. Sit. Oh, everybody's sitting there. And don't forget, this is when Jazzy Baji's albums have come, Shinda Baji's albums have come. Yeah. And, and you're sitting in a van, you've got nowhere to go. <laughs> you're sitting there, you're listening to the whole album, and you, you're thinking, you know, a couple of the songs you're thinking these are good, but some of them you're thinking, because you've made it yourself, you know, I've done this wrong here, or, oh God, I should have sorted that out, I should have done this, even though the listener can't really hear it, but yourself, you know, there's that, that these, and I'll tell you what, it was. Those that hour, two hours, you just wanted to, you you know, get to Bradford as quick as possible, and and then listen to it. Chaltiga, Chaltiga, Chaltiga. Okay. And that's all. And that's all. That's that, all. You that's got. it. That's it. That's it. It would be Chaltiga. That's it. So, <laughs> so, so how did how did it go from then, like being part of the band in terms of with with Jazzy, and then getting him on on an album? Was it? Uh, was, did you get it on? Uh, I remember the video because there was loads of footballs he was kicking. Yeah, yeah, that was Ground Shaker two. Two, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. Uh, <laughs> how, how did you? How did you then? Um, how did that conversation come up and then say like, were you nervous asking him to come on there because yeah. you know you're yeah. young in your production career at that point as well? Again, it's a nervous, nervous time to ask. You know, even though we were very close and everything, but you still because of the respect. He was you, only working with Shindai at that point, weren't he? Were you it. one of the first ones that? 
Probably one of the first, yeah, near enough. I think he will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they were. I, can't I don't think he. I don't think he will because another producer up at I could be totally wrong. And people slagging yeah. me off right now, but. But and then I was like, you know, and then he, you know, usually he said, "Look, if you find a song, the and the upper, and whatever." And then Kuruti, that song, that Charagi, uh, I made a tune. I remember I made a tune, and I got a. Uh, I got Amarjit Musapuriya to write it. And then I did, I did actually did a guide vocal and I sent it and I sent it to him and I go, what do you think? And he was like, yeah, you know, that sounds good. I like that. Woodley type Woodley and then. And then obviously we started working on it and everything. And then uh and then uh it was actually the first time, I think, a company, like it was speed then, Denise, like Jazzy had to say to me, look. I said, look, T-Series want the album because T-Series released Ground Shaker after, after oh. we had released it here. Yeah, they bought because it. Because Dimni Lagda was so big in, in, out of UK and it had been picked up so much that uh, Ground Shaker, uh, T-Series said we want uh, Ground Shaker. So, th- so then, Ricky, Maggie, India, T-Series called me over to India. Minote, Rakhiaunade in their own house. You know, in those days, they, they actually picked me up before customs and took me straight through. So I didn't even show my passport. It was just like they gave it to a guy who went over and just got a stamp and then gave it to me back and I was already in the car. You know, and I sat in a car like this. I'm thinking, oh, this is like, this is like the like Netflix. And <laughs> where they're taking me now. And I they're going to take me somewhere. And they said, this is your house. You're going to stay here. You have this Nepali... Uh, uh, when a chef who was there, he kind of then we'd go to the office, and this we're on another level now, Ricky. The T Series office was like it was a, obviously the office for music, but it was a production place as well, where they produced fans, TVs, light bulbs, batteries, everything. And it was like it was like you know Charlie the Chocolate Factory yeah, yeah. walk. <laughs> so we'd go, we'd go for a walk and we'd go in and it's like, this is where this is, this is where, and he's thinking, what the? And then he took me to the actual studio where they do the Tarmok studio. And I was so lucky to meet KS and Rula then. Because he, okay. he used to do all their Shabd uh, Kirtan uh, recording. So again, I said, this is KS and Rula. And I'm thinking, what? And, uh, and uh, amazing time. And I spoke to him about, you know, the old albums like with Manak or Chamkila, um, uh, all these, and he was, you know, he's, he's old then, but still he remembers them with a with a big smile in his face, you mm-hmm. know, because it was part of the 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 journey. But he's like, then he was just that's what he was recording. But he was, again, he was like, yeah, this is amazing. I'm just making as a ruler. <laughs> and uh, then we would sit there, and he's like, okay, I'm gonna send you to Bombay. Go and do your first video. We did a dodgy video, City. I remember it, City Man. Monday Mar de City and Lemonade. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah, and I went to do that. And then Delni Lagda, we did in uh, Canada the video with Balji Dio. So Balji Dio, you know, who does yeah, yeah. Nippy stuff now. He did my video, original video, you know. So he did that. And then obviously with Ground Shaker 2, it came to a point where T Series wanted it, Tips wanted it. <laughs> Speeds wanted it, and he was like, and then like obviously Jazzy Boy said, look, give it to Speed, and I'm happy. And, and yeah. the thing is, with again with any like if it was Shindabai or Jazzy, if we said 
ਬੋਲੀ ਦਾ ਗਾਣਾ ਇਸ ਸਾਈਡ ਨੋ ਪ੍ਰੋਬਲਮ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਰਿਸਪੈਕਟ ਨਾ ਇਹ ਜੋ ਬੰਦਾ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਯੂ ਯੂ ਹੈਵ ਟੂ ਯੂ ਕੈਨ ਸੇ ਲੁਕ ਓ ਨਾ ਬਟ ਯੂ ਨੋ ਆਮ ਗੇਟਿੰਗ ਥਿਸ ਆ ਕੁਡ ਬੀ ਗੇਟਿੰਗ ਮੋਰ ਮਨੀ ਯੂ ਐਸ ਬਟ ਕਹਿਤਾ ਦਾ ਸੀ ਜਿੱਦਾਂ ਆਪਣੇ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਸਿਆਣਿਆਂ ਚ ਕਹਿਤਾ ਡਨ ਤਾਂ ਦੈਨ ਵੀ ਡਿਡ ਇਟ ਐਂਡ ਦੈਨ ਡਿਡ ਅ ਵੀਡੀਓ ਸ਼ੂ ਇਨ ਵੀ ਡਿਡ ਅ ਵੀਡੀਓ ਸ਼ੂ ਇਨ ਬੰਬਈ ਯਾਨਾ ਗੁਪਤਾ ਵਾਸ ਦ ਮੇਨ ਮਾਡਲ ਐਟ ਦਾ ਟਾਈਮ ਯੂ ਸ਼ੀ ਵਾਸ ਮਾਸਿਵ ਐਂਡ ਦੇ ਵਾਸ ਫੁੱਟਬਾਲ ਫਲਾਈਂਗ ਅਰਾਉਂਡ for some reason yeah, it was it was, a, it was a, yeah it was a good video i just yeah. saw, so we just you know the, there was other distractions that took you away from the football <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so the response back from that was was, was i mean the whole grand shaker series yeah. so to speak i think there's a bit of a delay and then obviously grand shaker so was sheer punjabi so ਤੋ ਸ਼ੇਅਰ ਪੰਜਾਬੀ ਵੀਡੀਓ ਦਾ ਵੀਡੀਓ ਐਂਡ ਦਾ ਕੋਈ ਵੀਡੀਓ ਦਾ ਵੀਡੀਓ ਉਹਨੇ ਤਾਂ ਇਦਾਂ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਦੱਸਿਆ ਸੀ ਵੀ ਇਦਾਂ ਹੋਣੀ ਵੀ ਸਪੈਂਡ ਗੁੱਡ ਮਨੀ ਔਨ ਇਟ ਐਸ ਵੈਲ ਇਟਸ ਗੋਨ ਟੂ ਬੀ ਲਾਈਕ ਥਿਸ ਯੂ ਟੇਕ ਯੂ ਵੀ ਗੋਟ ਕਾਰ ਪਾਰਕਿੰਗ ਪੈਕ ਅਪ ਔਨ ਸਮਵੇ ਐਂਡ ਯੂ ਨੋ ਆਲ ਡੂ ਥਿਸ ਐਂਡ ਮੇਕ ਇਟ ਲੁੱਕ ਰੈਟਰੋ ਐਂਡ ਆਲ ਯੂ ਨੋ ਇਟਸ ਵੀ ਸਪੈਂਡ ਦਾ ਕਾਰ ਰਾਉਂਡ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਫਾਈਵ ਟਾਈਮਸ ਐਂਡ ਵੀ ਸਟਿਲ ਇਨ ਅ ਕਾਰ ਪਾਰਕ ਐਂਡ ਵੀ ਜਸਟ ਡਿਡ ਦ ਯੂਜ਼ੂਅਲ ਹਨ ਬਟ ਕੁਦਰਤੀ ਗਾਣਾ it was all about the gun i didn't matter about the video and he was on fire at that as well nidmal you know. he was on fire again yeah. you got so, everyone at the right time at the right time angrej tarti hildi just angrej said how many songs do you want me to do i'll do five kinne panch she ready mai ka ek hi gana karna tarti that was all i did from it and he sang that and cuz i said look your voice is going to fit my music simple as it's going to be hard same with nirmal i i could have got angrej to do cheer punjabi as well but then i wanted someone same kind of level but a different mm-hmm. person just because mm-hmm. of it, it yeah. and then uh uh yeah he did and i'd already done a song with nirmal in ground shaker uh mm-hmm. and i did nirmal's obviously album as well after that so again it was the it was the high pitch singers which were working at that time lember nirmal uh but you also but not not as much as high pitch now but you also had a different style because of your relationship with Jazz's dad Jazz Tommy's dad yeah yeah and yeah, you yeah. started you kind of started him on his journey as well yeah, so ground, ground shaker 2 again while we were working on his album uh and uh he you know he came uh came as a guy and he said look apa gaane karne ek do karne hai jo bhi hai na for his album and I get taken no from karde karde I was getting the ground shaker to me gana socha jind jaan to me kya bhi jazz nu dekhna you know it could suit him na to fir oh gana kita ta again oh gana matlab super duper jida kehnde super duper hit super duper hit ho gaya and we did a video for that as well we we went bombay did a video for that fir jazz da theke wali ਉਹ ਵੀ ਗਾਣਾ ਲਿਆ ਸੀਗਾ ਮੈਂ ਹੀ ਲਿਆ ਸੀਗਾ ਗਾਣਾ ਫਰਮ ਸੁਖਾ ਟੇਸੀ ਫਰਮ ਸਾਥ ਹੋ ਅਗੇਨ ਯੂ نو ਫਿਟ ਬੰਦਾ ਕਈ ਵਾਰੀ ਯੂ نو ਗਾਣਾ ਕੀਤਾ ਐਂਡ ਕਪਲ ਆਫ ਸੌਂਗਸ ਦਾ ਵੀ ਡੇ ਯੂ نو ਅੱਜ ਯੂ ਸਟਿਲ ਲਿਸਨਿੰਗ ਟੂ ਹਿਮ ਟੁਡੇ ਹੈ ਨਾ ਸੋ ਇਹ ਵੀ ਲੋਕ ਪਿਟ ਸਿੰਗਰਸ ਮੈਂ ਹੁਣ ਕਹਿਮਾ देयर ਵਾਸਨ ਮੈਨੀ ਬੱਬੂ ਆ ਡਿਡ ਬੱਬੂਸ ਟੂ ਟ੍ਰੈਕਸ ਵਿਦ ਬੱਬੂ metra di shatri and bakki kanak look at the look at the tracks that you just said yeah and like if you see a producer now 
if they would just bite your arm off with just one of them and the response like that, and you're just you're reeling them off, and you're like thinking, I remember the sportsman dancing into this one. <laughs> I, remember, I remember this. I remember that. You know, so like you're balancing quite a lot of stuff, musically, family, all of these things. Something's gonna go. Something's gotta give at some bit. Yeah. How were you feeling emotionally at that time? Like, were you scared that the creativity might go? That you were sounding, everything might start sounding the same, or because at that time there was the era and the development of the ghost producers was coming in more and more, and then yeah, you could, yeah. you know, like even as a punter, you could hear like you hear one like dull bit of like you know what camp that's come from. You just knew that yeah. different people at the same. Yeah. How how were you feeling at that time? Uh you know what? To be fair. We had a good relationship. Everybody did have a good relationship. Everyone did their own thing. And everyone had their own sound, didn't they, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and uh, well, not artists today, I think a big thing was albums. Right? We did albums at those times. So someone came and said, I didn't make any album. Uh, I think I've done to date, probably we've done about six, seven albums. Right? And... Uh, then obviously everything everything's changed now, no? but although it, everybody was, I, I don't know, man. There was there was there was no no issue at all, really. Mm. People did it. Hornet, Hornet. To be fair, if you said if you said to me now, Ricky, I'll get that music here. I can't I can't tell you unless their name is said in the yeah. music. No, no? Because because <laughs> you knew. Zusa gana aage pata hai from mall of Zusa aage. Sukida aage, Sukida aage, Shindipai da aage, Cam Frantic da aage pata hai. Cam pata hai. You just had that thing. Hona? I don't know. You can't unless unless it's uh, say Jitinder Shah, huh? Or uh, I don't know. That that's about you know a bit different to anybody else. I'll probably ask you the question now, which I've asked, you know, a couple of other producers and stuff and, and your own personal feelings on it, really. Do you, like, you know, I think from a lot of old school producers is where they used to have meant that, you know, we're learning the actual instruments, 20 years experience doing all this. And then now yeah. you've got not musicians, so to speak, you've got computer programmers now using different program slice or whatever to put things together. Yeah. You know, how? what is your... You know, if that was me, I'd be feeling bitter. I'd be, I'd, you know, I'd, that's just the way that I have it. I'd be like fucking swearing at, well, you know, all this kind of stuff. But, <laughs> but like, how do you deal with that? Do you embrace the challenge or do you just say, look, I don't want to go down that road. I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. Yeah. I, I, the thing is, I can't, if I'm making a track, I can't, if, we, if someone says to me, hey, dada, bruna, if I can feel it to be, dada, gana, then I can make it. When you Western, I made it in a certain way and I felt, I, you know, I'll keep it like this. I could have made it pure this and at all. I thought, you know what, this sounds wrong. It's different. Yeah. But if somebody just said to me, yeah, this is how it starts. Right? This is how the, this yeah. is how we, <laughs> we have just sitting on the Western. So yeah. there's no there's no Punjabi instruments in, in some of these. Like yeah. Yeah. Oh, they'll say this. So you make it up, and say, because somebody will say, 
ਨਹੀਂ ਯਾਰ ਇਹਦਾ ਬੇਸ ਹੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਵੱਜਦਾ ਕਿ ਉਹ ਨਹੀਂ ਵੱਜਦਾ ਉਹ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੈਗਾ ਇਹ ਸਾਊਂਡ ਪੁਰਾਣੇ ਆ ਇਟਸ ਕਜ਼ਨਟ ਵਾਸ ਹਾਊਸ ਦਾ ਸਾਊਂਡ ਪੁਰਾਣਾ ਨਾ ਜਿੱਦਾਂ ਕੀ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਕਿ ਨਾ ਸਾਊਂਡ ਹਨਾ ਤੁੰਬੀ ਇਹਦਾ ਮੀਨਸ ਤੁੰਬੀ ਯੂ ਡੋਨਟ ਯੂਜ਼ ਤੁੰਬੀ ਔਰ ਮੈਂਡੋਲਿਨ ਔਰ ਵਾਇਲਿਨ ਔਰ ਯੂ ਨੋ ਅ ਫਲੂਟ ਔਰ ਐਨੀਥਿੰਗ ਸਾਊਂਡ ਸੋ ਯੂ ਹੈਵ ਟੂ ਗੋ ਥਰੂ ਆਲ ਥੀਸ ਥਿੰਗਸ ਵਿਦ ਪੀਪਲ ਹੂ ਡੋਨਟ ਹੈਵ ਅ ਕਲੂ ਬਟ ਯੂ ਹੈਵ ਟੂ ਸੇ ਹਾਂਜੀ ਹਾਂਜੀ ਓਕੇ ਠੀਕ ਹੈ ਇਦਾਂ ਇਦਾਂ ਭੇਜ ਦਿਓ ਇਦਾਂ ਭੇਜ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਮੈਂ ਹੁਣ ਇਦਾਂ ਐਂਡ ਦੈਨ ਯੂ ਗੈਟ ਅ ਪੁਆਇੰਟ ਵੇ ਲਿਸਨ ਆ ਕਾਂਟ ਡੂ ਐਨੀਥਿੰਗ ਮੋਰ ਆਈਦਰ ਯੂ ਵਾਂਟ ਮੀ ਟੂ ਡੂ ਇਟ ਦ ਵੇ ਆਈ ਡੂ ਇਟ ਬਟ ਦੈਨ ਦੇ ਸੇ ਪਾਜੀ ਉਦਾਂ ਬਣਾਓ ਜਿੱਦਾਂ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਉਹਦਾ ਬਣਾਇਆ ਸੀ ਮੈਂ ਕਿਹਾ ਯੂ ਨੋ ਹਾਊ ਆਈ ਮੇਕ ਥਿਸ ਪਰਸਨ ਸੌਂ ਇਟ ਇਟ ਇਸ ਵੋਕਲ ਐਂਡ ਹੀ ਵੈਂਟ ਹਰਟ ਇਸ ਇਸ ਯੋਰ ਪਲਾ ਇਸ ਵੈਲ ਲੈਟ ਮੀ ਡੂ ਵਾਟ ਆਈ ਗੋਟ ਡੂ ਯੂ ਪਿਸ ਆਫ ਫਰ ਦੈਟ ਆ ਵਾਟਸਐਪ ਯੂ ਲੈਅ ਐਂਡ ਦੈਨ ਐਂਡ ਦੈਨ ਹੈਵ ਅ ਲਿਸਨ ਲੈਟ ਮੀ ਪੁੱਟ ਮਾਈ ਓਨ ਦਿਮਾਗ ਇਨਟੂ ਇਟ because if you told me straight away mata idda 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 karna then i'm not i'm not really ki kehne concentrating thinking on kon kai gaane main banaye na ricky banda wake up in the middle of the night and thinks you know i could put this onto this track i could do this i could do that and some you just think right le ja tu just you know do you feel that because like a lot there's a, there's a lot of like there's obviously bangers in there and then you've obviously produced some which uh, which are out there which you can just tell like your heart is not in there you're just like yeah whatever yeah. Like, just like well, you <laughs> just like the quality your own quality control is just like look just i'll yeah. do it just so you can just leave me alone yeah <laughs> <laughs> because delta understanding me you know you come, to pay. you come to me for something yeah but then you're saying the total opposite of what i do mm. Hana and then how am I going to I'm not going to be able to do am I? Yeah. But yeah roti roti at the end of the day you know. If you really want me to do it just to have my name on it you know basically. But matin hona bhi dasya ki doesn't matter jira marzi na hove ki hove. There used to be the days where you only you could only release an album if you were a good singer. Hana India to be singer if you were a good singer there was only Sadul Pali, Hans Raj, uh, Marmon Waris, uh, you know, Manak Saab. There's only these people. Sabar Koti, Durga Rangila. People who can proper sing and people would say, you know, let's do it. Any other singer would be, he wouldn't even be around. Mm. He wouldn't be daring to make an album. Or, he wouldn't even be allowed in the studio. The music director would say, no chance. But, mm. then, but then it slowly... I think it moved over from uh music producers and things to the labels. Yeah. So the label said, "Oh look, ah chalda, ah chalda, oh chalda." Then obviously lots of things started changing. Then the music again, we got like the the music uh label will say make me an album like this. And then you so are, are you like are you enjoying it at the moment in terms of this new wave of because like like Canada's kind of taking the crown for a little bit and then you can see UK now you've got sprouts coming in or, or do you just see the you know, your evolution of your music and saying I'm just going to you know I'll let you answer that bit yeah no enjoy as in i think there's too many things out now isn't it you can't do anything about it but on 10 12 gaane the aunde din de ha na tu mainu das ki if you think about last year What what was the biggest hit of last year? What what would you say was the biggest hit? I mean my 
my peaks are little as in, different. As in hit, as in tinu pata sare pase bajda, and you know we sare ne like kita. I think Daljeet had his one. I think Gordon Woodla had his one. Sidhu had his ones. Um, which one? What what song? Oh, oh, which one? Which which singer? Which current song? I liked on um, here and there on Sook's out on True School's album. Yeah, but I I kind of like uh, like I I really like, like my style is in, in that kind of way. But then I like uh, Burberry from Sidhu's one. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm in a different the way that I like stuff, and then I didn't even like I didn't like vibe is the one that like with the people play that quite a lot, but it's yeah. not my favorite on there. Yeah, but I know a lot of people liked it. But like, oh, my, hit okay. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit okay. yeah. But when I'm looking back on stuff, I kind of look at producers rather than the actual artists exactly. because I like the I like their style. What I'm saying is you you're looking for a, from a more of a musical kind of that kind of. Whereas a time where you know you knew you would have said straight away, you would have said, uh, I, t- I tell you what, I tell you what, this is actually related to you. My, my son has got into like he's only like five, yeah. but then I play quite a lot of old school coming in, and Benny's tracks come up, all dance, and he's like. Yeah. He 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 like so I know what sounds he likes in it. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, but like I've gone back to Natsugidevich Malkit's uh, yeah. you know album because the tool on there is like it's raw. that is for me yeah. that's the perfect tool. Yeah. And then, and um, so when I, I he starts listening to his, my vibe, uh, put on like old school jazzy Nagawangu, and then I'm doing like then it'll be like you know Tarti Hili will kick in and yeah. I, I I got this kind of weird eclectic taste, but I'm not. I'm not your average punter because no. you look at AP Dylan now. Yeah, there's people selling tickets for ridiculous amount. Like this guy has got this whole wave coming on. Yeah, and and I, I listen to his music and stuff, and they're catchy. Yeah, they're not they're yeah. not massive deep Punjabi in there. It's probably the same level of language that the new generation Punjabi what have people can speak Punjabi now. It's not yeah. no no uh, you know deep meaningful or anything. It's no. just. But the music is is kicking. So I'm like in this way. I'm like, no, no, no. The key, the big, biggest thing is 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 bringing up everyone together. together. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's the beauty of it. It doesn't matter. We, I, I say, menu, vadiya lagde ona de gani because jidaun gaudeya, jidaun music ya, it's mixes together. It actually sounds good, hana. Kei bari chal aagana jidaun na chalo brown mundi the sari dunia nu pata sara kisuwa. But there is, it does sound good. It does ni banda kena we. The more you listen, the more catchy. You know, every generation This is a good thing for Punjabi music. A very big thing. And I think you've seen that already in the first month. Like, um, he's released EP. Then you got um, uh, Manny doing his stuff. Manny Sandy yeah. doing his stuff. And yes, you can just see. Great. And you can. See, and then now you're seeing this new wave of people coming out with the you know people having a go yeah. i think there was a time where people just kind of sat back as a can't be asked to do anything but i think now people but the, are going, but again going, ricky we need that don't we? we need somebody doing brown Monday style we need a Manny sandu doing his style 
We yeah. need a Suki doing his stall, Shukrapa yeah. doing his stall, me doing my stall, Dr. Z is doing, yeah, yeah, Mane yeah. doing, Fair Yeah, no, I'm going to put a, a claim. The last two years have merged into like one year, so if I've missed people's album, I hold not, they don't no, get no, considered. No, 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 but you're right, it is a style of music because what you're doing then is you're, you're pushing each other. Sanj, yeah. When Sanjay's there, you know, pushing each other to That's say, it, Sanj as well. You've done your stuff now. Okay, he's done yeah. that. I need to raise my game. You know, friendly yeah. competition. Yeah, but but doing your own style, doing your own style, but pushing it. Then you do something as well, or Sanj did something, or, you know, uh, Cam did something. Or something. You know, Cam did something that I was talking about that last night because I got that was the when Marek came back for like that one one push in it, you know. What <laughs> <you know? laughs> and that song was a music super, waves, was that what music waves? music waves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I wrote, I, th- I yeah. think that was one of his because I did Dark Angel with the uh, music waves and that came out at that time as well. I got asked when I was at radio once to, to, to uh, go produce that album. They go, we've got the song. Like, you're young. We'll put your face onto it. And yeah. I was like, I was like, nah, mate. Nah. <laughs> that was oh, back in the day. That was. No, but, so how, how did you, so, you know, in these kind of relationships there where you've got with people now, you know, over the last couple of years, it's been harder and harder. Do you, are you, um, do you feel you've got closer to your music now? Uh, knowing that you've got, what you're going to produce next? Because like, when's the next Grand Shaker coming out? <laughs> Grand Shaker, na, Ricky is ready. Yeah, on my video, karne hai bas. Thoda call kar rahe hain, but I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm ninety percent bas, bas video there. If I can get three, three videos done, then I'm gonna release it. One we're shooting next week. Uh, hopefully, we're going for like end of March, April. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do a launch party as well. We'll do the old school style. Old school style, yeah. And we'll do a launch launch party. Get out Samson's. I think Scott, he's got the phantoms of the cars and stuff as well. And then I know he was standing in the background. So um I know you like I, I was doing some digging around and I know like is your favorite singer still Durga Rangila? Durga, yeah, Durga's better. <laughs> Any of his songs, man. Kali Gandhi, yeah, yeah, we got it, we got it. He's you know, like his sad songs were just because he's again high pitch, but his his tone is so strong. I know he's that he just John in Nidindana, Ghana Devich. And this was the same thing with Engrage, really. When Engrage came to UK, nobody knew who Engrage was. Nobody. But when I would take him somewhere and we'd sit somewhere and he'd sing, and people would be like, what the hell? This guy's going to explode. You well, know, you well, need John on the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and, then, and then when he'd perform, he's dancing for two, two and a half hours as well as singing like that. You know, it just shows again, uh, Ricky. To see, do you, you get that chance on stage in gay singer. When they become a singer, or in this or they can't do anything on stage, and you think this is your opportunity. We mm. just go nuts or do have a 
I don't know, have a routine, practice karo. And I, I'm going to do this song, I'm going to do that. You know, like if you watch Jazzy, he had a routine to do all his songs, really. With Nag, he had a dance with Nag. Chakade Bulli, he had a dance. He had a certain thing he's going to say, a share. This, it's all, you plan it, don't you? Yeah, choreography, really? yeah. Yeah, you're choreographing it, really. So then when you're on stage, you're so confident because you know what you're doing, just like musicians. You know? When you just put on the stage, it's the same I saw, thing. I saw, you know, when I was telling you about the head-putting one, when I did it, I, that was actually, the, the second one I done it was at Bingley Hall. Yeah. And I saw you on the Saturday, and I saw you on the Sunday, and it was in Grage both days. Yeah, and I and it, I couldn't tell them apart because the energy level, like he's one guy, you watch him, yeah. and you feel knackered. Yeah. And then and you know you watch, and you're like, this geezer can sing, you know, like he's he sings so powerful that you know he's gonna take off. You feel like he's gonna leave the, leave the stage. Yeah, I'm, we just recently did it. In Birmingham, and he came for one show. And I tell you what, a couple of singers from India as well, they performed. Mm. And he came on, and everybody's Jadana, like, what the hell? Where, where's this guy come from? You yeah. know? And he performed the whole hour. Or so. in, in the end, I think he started about 11 and he went on till about half one in the morning. We had to say, come on. <laughs> you, you, ain't, on you, ain't, you ain't doing this. So I'm going to ask you the final three questions and then we'll bring it together. You know, like if you got Omen hair right now and then you got an Omen hair at his peak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that I'm still saying in your peak, but I'm saying in terms of like you're pumping yeah. out how many singles, albums yeah. all the time. Yeah. What's the biggest lesson that you would say that you've learned and what advice would you give to yourself? Uh, uh, I think time is a big thing. Time, musically, I think in that, in the peak time, had a lot of time to sit, change songs, scrap songs, new songs, sitting on, you know, harmonium, rhythm pattern, you know, you used to do everything. Horn has become more of a, a quick thing, you know? Uh, computer, they bag it, you know, even composing a song, really. It's a top, obviously life changes, married, children, everything. Time flies, Anna. and uh, those I would say to the youngsters who at the moment to see the main thing is to see sikojinami sekunda. You have to learn because oh, he come on. It's all good uh, working on a computer and doing all this, but you know, but then you know you can't sit there with ten people and know be confident to get a keyboard or grab an instrument and and join in or have a jam or do this. The production side is you know. You can't make every song a hit. But musically, if you understand music and you can play it, you can still keep making beats or making music or just enjoy yourself with that. As a when Bachiali, I try we learn an instrument because it's the best thing in the world. You can pick up an instrument, just say you've got a guitar. When I want to get my older one to play guitar, make guitar sick, but make everything guitar sick. Because Ekata is a lovely instrument. You learn that, you know, you'll understand about other other instruments more. Mm. But, you know, I still, this is what I miss, you know, when I see these youngsters who are not, 
you know, if they're learning at all, they just they could just do tak dang 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 dang. Even the child sounds like you know, it's, there's no flow to it, and you think why? Because you're not practicing, you know? You're just going to a show because you've got a show. pay it, get your fifty quid, and then happy, you know? You should be every day. He used to play like this. Look at him playing now. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's a lot of difference. No, that's fair. That's fair. I, I understand, you know, in terms of that meant of, of of having that relationship with your instrument is 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 huge. Um, so this is this is called the bandwagon. Um, so this allows I give this opportunity to the, the guests to basically say, you know, is there a bandwagon you want to jump on where people are talking about it and say, yeah, 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 or do they want to jump off and say, oh, forget that, that was a bag of crap, or just generally if there's something that you want to, to get off your chest. Bandwagon, uh, there's not nothing really. I would just say, uh, if you're a music producer or a singer, be to see our identity, don't jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> you can sing. There's some young singers. And then another thing I would say, Ricky, invest in yourself. Don't look for the, oh, you know what? Oh, I can't spend that money on doing this. If you've got talent, real talent, did I, like we, like, to be fair, like I did when we did Genie Records or anything, it was, it was the reason because Movie Box, Oriental, they wouldn't, they were saying, nah, what's this? Just for the sake of it. They might even like it because then obviously two, three years later, they were saying, when can you give us an album? But at that precise time, Someone's not listening. Someone, so you've got to really got to put it in yourself, and 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 invest in yourself. Really, invest. Hon, ajigal Ricky, you know, bata YouTube ya, sara kosya. It's easy. Nana, if you're talented enough within YouTube or Instagram, people will know, will find out because someone will say, "Have you heard this guy?" Share, share, share. Next minute is on your WhatsApp, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nana, it's so easy. But it's meant, right? Meant is this that we meant, yeah. When someone or Kalana gave to make these videos, and you think, forget this, I can't do this because it's not our day to day. It's not our day to day. What we've been brought up in, right? When someone the Sangalaga gave me to do all these silly videos. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Look, man. I'll... Oh yeah, I mean those are videos and things are like are kind of like different kind of discussions because you've got it. I think if you're not, if you look at someone, Jazzy is the best way, isn't it? It's like the, he's he's been the master of reinventing himself to be, yeah. uh, you know, relevant at each stage. You know, constantly open minded. And if you're if you're still stuck in a time warp with a, a particular sound or a particular kind of vision, you, you're never going to progress on. You're never no. going to do it. And like you said, that's a prime example. If you're a singer now and you're doing quite well and you've done what one two years, this guy's 25, 30 years. And he's still going yeah. <laughs> worldwide. So there's, so, you know, so much to look up to and get to. So that's why sometimes sometimes you because you've got so many other come happening, you know, and it's so difficult because you think, you know, if I was working on that, I could have made that so much better. I know if I put 10, 15 hours in that, in different things and do this, do that, do this, change this, change yeah. that. You know, everything's become so fast now. No, that, it is. 
All right, so I'm going to hold you on to this. So Grand Shaker's coming out this year then, yeah? This year, paka. 100%. Okay, that's mm-hmm. fine. And then, uh, so tell me when the pre-orders are, then I could share that as well. Yeah. <laughs> get get no, but I mean, honestly, I really appreciate it. And, um, you know, it's these conversations that, uh, you know, I enjoy hearing different sides of it because we don't hear it from people like yourself. You know, they might get lost. And um, But I really appreciate you taking time today and uh, um, joining me on this conversation. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you for having me. Brother. Thanks, brother. Thanks. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.